now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning. Hey, guys. Listen, I just pushed that button, and lo and behold, my sounder didn't work, so we'll put that. We'll have to add that in at the end. Always have a plan B. Uh, that's something we said. That's another podcast for that. But in the meantime, and meanwhile, I'm Yolanda at Dryer Buzz, and that's dryerbuzz.com. And it's time to start a new day. So we, I'm going to grab my journal because one of the things uh, for me, this is a journaling moment, and I'm doing something different. I'm trying to change up some behavior. So I am not in the bed. I have gotten out of bed and I have come into my workspace. And I promise y'all, um, this, I think there's a mosquito in my workspace. So I'm like trying to figure this out. Um, so you're going to find, you're going to hear a lot of rustling and bustling if I can, um, cause one, um, I don't know, like, why do I have this? I, I was working in the workspace yesterday and I could see it. One of my old habits is not putting things back and, and, just like I like to come to a blank page. I want to come to a blank workspace. I need a, I need a blank canvas each day because that's something I subscribe to. That is something that works for me uh, to be able to do that and not have everything so rigid. I cannot do rigid. I cannot do box. I cannot, I cannot do the same thing every day. I know you're like, wait, what? I can't. And I know it sounds like I do. Uh, I do love some consistency, but I can adapt to all kind of changes. And right now I need some space in this workspace because this journal is huge. Uh, now that I'm having to bring it into another space and I need to write. So, and then I have all these things that assist me that I got to figure this out. And I love this because now I, I am trying to, I have about a week to uh, change my behaviors on some things and why? Because Petty Betty's on vacation. So let's wish Petty Betty a happy bon voyage. She is on an amazing trip. Um, she went with a friend who's doing a vow renewal. And not only that, Petty Betty is performing the vow renewal. They did one of those things online and all that kind of stuff. So um, so in the meantime, and you guys know Petty Betty is a pretty much a, a big part of my day and routine. She does a lot with me and has, has always been the backup person to the blogging and, you know, just my go-to person. She knows all that I know um, and how to, if I need to get something done, if I'm out and about, I can always tell her, hey, listen, go find this, go do this, go do that, turn this on. I didn't turn that on, turn this off, you know. And, of course, she has directed a lot of that routine to Suri. She'll tell me, tell Suri, tell Suri, because I'm always, remind me to do this and remind me to do that. And so Suri has filled a lot of that. And I think... uh I had to put my D&D on because I know I've got a number of reminders for today. Because, you know, Thursday for me is my Monday. Thursday is my Monday, uh, especially when it comes to blogging. Because that means I have to have everything for the weekend confirmed. I've got to go in and see who granted credentials for this and who who's expecting me here and where am I supposed to be there. I've got to have blogged all these amazing events that are happening uh, this weekend. So, and listen, y'all already know, don't send me no flyers without my logo on it or some kind of exchange. Listen, go check out the podcast. I'm not writing that down. That's not even going in the word cloud, even though I've said a lot of stuff. All that I've said up to this point, those are already written. Those are already spoken. Um, today, as I look at this blank page, and I know I want to talk about behaviors. In fact, I don't know that I've done one uh, so I'm going to write behaviors at the top because when I came into conscious thought, I mean, came out of my dream realm, back into this realm, um, I thought immediately about some of my behaviors like, oh, my goodness, you know, I've got to, I've, I've, this week is going to be different. Another different week is going to be different because of um, some things that I've been trying to get back to, some changes, some instant changes, immediate changes that I have made and how many things I need to try and implement over the next, over the course of uh, the next couple of days. And I don't want to open up too many screens here because apparently I'm at my screen limit. I think I'm at the screen limit. And every time I look over here, look at all this water Petty Betty, Petty Betty bought, even though she's on vacation. Um, I'm trying to make sure I don't hit my screen limit. So guys, you know, uh, if, if we can't have a two-way conversation, it's because I have... Here, I've got so much, so much stuff running, and now 
Um, and we've been talking about the fact that the internet was going through this true, real true data grab. Um, because in all that we are doing as our behaviors, our, our, our technology behaviors are changing. Um, there's a lot of, we're using a lot of resources and resources that America was, was apparently highly aware, unaware of that this life was coming for us. And I mean, I'm sitting here, I literally need to turn on two more screens. Even as I sit here looking at three, I literally need to turn on two more screens in order to function and just doing this podcast because I want to have a two-way conversation with us. And I know that we are living in a country with a system that just was not ready for technology. One, because the the founding forefathers and those who keep trying to uh, make us live like those forefathers and what they had in mind, um, they are just trying to maintain a level of control. Now, while I want lawmakers to maintain some semblance of control, I still want us to have some freedoms and freedom to listen and freedom to broadcast, freedom to podcast and all of these different things. So I'm going to write down freedom on there because we're in that this I'm going to have to have I will have to have a chapter in the book. And, you know, how to get out of bed is the actual groundwork uh, for a groundbreaking book called How to Get Out of Bed. And freedom is going to have to be a chapter. I'm thinking like how Michelle Obama, you know, she had all this becoming this, becoming that, becoming this, loved it, right? I'm going to have to have a chapter on freedom because um, I remember one of the um, great icons of civil rights movement talking about some things. And I think the reason I know this is because I captured it. Talking about a lot of stuff that we do is just self-inflicted, right? Ooh, let's write write that down. That's going to be a sub-chapter because we've been talking about that a couple of times lately. I need to put my glasses on because I don't tell them what's coming out on this page. Um, Self-inflicted. And a lot of the self-inflicted stuff that we are experiencing is coming through based on our behaviors. You know, I literally, and I'm a mom of four. And I can tell you, and each one of these children coming to me and telling me, Something has happened or, or this is, you know, and they, and they wanted to put the blame everywhere, everywhere. Mom, the toy was in the floor and I fell. Why was the toy? And, and they used to always hate to come to me because I was going to ask that why question. And too much of our society is has us not asking why. I remember my first class, what, sociology or social work or whatever one of those classes was. And they was like. People don't want to be at that's don't say why. And I'm like, well, isn't that the nature of, of, of resolve is why did it happen? And I, and I would always, my kids would come in and I was that patient mother at times, you know, they like, look, there's a time when you want mommy full on attention. Here's the block of time where you get it. Right. So we, we, those were our behaviors. And so when you got mommy's full on attention, because I was always on the computer working, building the enterprise. Um, and they would go to tell me, I could always anticipate their anxiety of when I was going to say, why, how, you know, I, and sometimes I would switch up the why for the how, you know, because they, once they learn to come to me with some semblance of their own responsibility and not trying to blame everything else in the world, then they knew we could get to the how, okay. Well, why, first of all, why is this a conversation? I always tell me, why is this a conversation? How were you involved in it? Is this, is this something that's self-inflicted? Because your sister would not have hit you if you were not, like, trying to intimidate her, okay? Or that particular sibling, I keep telling y'all, y'all, and, and she's going to crack up when I say this because I still say it to this day. Okay, Kipling, thank you so much for sharing I like it. I, I still say this to them to this day. Just knock the hell out of her. I know. That's a mo- list. I swear to y'all. If you have multiples, okay, here comes the leaf blower through the workspace, outside the workspace. Um, and I, I love it when he comes. I can mute. I, I don't even have any. I usually have try to have something loaded to play y'all because one thing. He, they re- really particular around my space because I've said I've got to have some good old leaf blowing going on. Okay, 
So they're real particular when they get to my space. Um, so I usually have in my, and apparently last night all my stuff went to the cloud. So I got to go and bring the, bring my things I need back. So I have, if you have multiples, okay. Some of y'all got that one child. My parents had that one child. I still don't know how, and I still don't know why. And I have had that discussion, but both my parents were Aquarius and they just don't answer questions. Okay. They, they don't listen. Okay. Aquarius don't listen. They only speak. All right. Anyway, so I had this one child, um, for a while she was the youngest. Okay. Then the one came after her and you know, when you have one that's the youngest for a while and then you bring that, that one after them, they kind of get a little bit of psychoness going on. Right. You know, and, and, but they still loving and kind as that, as that youngest, but then they like, wait, what is this behind me? So I would always ask, you know, with that one, it's like, okay, go deal with her. Stop letting her rule the kingdom, you know. But then there was these other things that would happen, and I would have to ask them, okay, well, why is this a conversation, and how did that happen, and what did you do, and what did you not do? Because a lot of times you had to tell them, listen, go handle your business. No one should infringe that much on you. And, and being a mom and, and a dad, I'm sorry, in this situation, it was mom, um, you wake up and you hear them because they usually wake up before you. And then you got that one that was always a little bit louder, like the rest of them, like, hey, can you just keep it down? Don't wake mom up because, you know, she's going to come and she's just going to, you know, take care of things. Listen. And so I would always hear that one that was trying to be a, just a little bit extra loud, trying to get my attention and my intervention. And it's like, no, that's not my behavior. You know, I'm going to lay here and enjoy my peace and pretend like y'all ain't making all that noise. And hopefully y'all ain't disturbing nobody else that's going to come to me and tell me you making noise because that's going to make it worse. So you better let me chill. So and then I'd always hear that one that said, listen, shh, don't wake mom, don't wake mom. Even though saying don't wake mom, wakes mom, it's like, and then you, because you threatening their lives for them not to wake me. It's like, that's just going to make them, it's behaviors. This was every morning, y'all. So y'all need to understand the fact that I can wake up each and every day and come to y'all in a 30-minute, 45-minute, hour, two-hour podcast tells you I got those behaviors in check because I've been podcasting 20 years, not how to get out of bed. But we are, we are successfully on our way to 90 of these episodes. Y'all know I love nine, so I'm figuring I may stop at 90. We're already 70-some, almost 80 into this. And I figured at that point I should have enough research and have said enough to do a book. We might start reiterating. We might continue. We don't know. All I know is right now I am blessed with a good 20 minutes, even the dog. When I wake up and start talking, like he came, I came down the hall. I'm like, I'm going to the workspace today. Here he come. Because he, if I come sit in this chair, he going to come and lay right here behind. And I was like, no, out. He was like, oh, it's one. How you going to change other behaviors? I'm changing other behaviors. And then I'm th- sitting here, as I said, that I remember I just said Petty Betty was traveling, which means I got to walk the dog. Oh, and that's the behavior I was not trying to adapt to. So I got to, I guess I got to walk the dog unless... Unless the, the, the other one t- texts me and tell me she got that done before she left. But anyway, we're talking about our behaviors. We're talking about freedom. We're talking about self-inflicted. I just, I'm just remembering because, man, waking up and, and hearing all the sounds and, and that I used to. And I, I love when they got to a point where, you know, and those of you that are, that are having it in that space now and wondering when the day is going to come. The day is going to come. That one day, I remember y'all, the first day I woke up and they had accomplished everything on their own. All the task was done. There was nobody that forgot something. Nobody that was out of something. Nobody. Now, I was a little disappointed. I was a little frightened because, Lord, I was like, wait, my son too? Because, you know, he was the youngest. I'm like, oh, my Lord, he went on to school, but he didn't wake me to... Take them to the bus stop. Nobody missed the bus and nobody needed breakfast. Nobody needed money. Nobody needed this, that, and the other. You know, and then, of course, I checked my purse and realized all my money was gone. I'm like, oh, they did one of those let's not wait mom moments. And then I'm panicking like, wait, I don't know what they look like. I don't know what they wore. What if something happens? And oh, my God, and all this kind of stuff, you know. And then I'm like, wait, I, they let me sleep. They let me sleep. So, But did, are they at school? You know, because, you know, back then we'd have all this technology, even though they might have had one or two of them might have had a phone or whatever, you know. And I'm like, okay. So now I got to wait the rest of the day to see if they come home safe, right? 
And, you know, because I just didn't know. Now, mind you, I think I probably rolled by the school. I probably checked on them in some form or fashion. But I just remember the day that everybody was responsible. Write that down. I remember the day everybody was accountable for themselves. I remember that morning because I woke up late. Now, mind you, I was not late for nothing, but I woke up, I woke up rest, rested. I woke up unbothered, but then I was bothered by the fact like, wait, what, what are they trying to get by me? What did they, because you know, one thing, and this is what I was thinking about is I thought about coming here doing this podcast because you know, some kind of way they had contrived to get out of the house on this day. What's going on? What did they not want me to know? And then I'm like, you know, and I just realized, and I was like so afraid my son was at school. You know, as young men are just hella wrinkled. I'm like, you know, I know, I know he didn't iron his clothes. I know he done just grabbed something, God knows what, and gone out this door, right? But I, and I know he had probably been heavily persuaded not to bother mom. But at the same time, he was looking for some independence, right? Because, you know, he's a young man coming up behind all these sisters. He probably couldn't wait for me to oversleep and allow him to exit the home <laughs> and go hang at the bus stop. Because I didn't play that. I was not that mom. It's like, no, nah, we don't do that. But that stuff them kids doing at that bus stop, you better not be none of mine. It better not be none of mine. So I'm sure they were excited and ecstatic. But luckily, at, at this time that this day happened, we didn't live in one of those neighborhoods where kids uh, congregated at the bus stop. The buses literally stopped at your house and you got on and they were, you know, you didn't have to worry about all kind of safety or the bullies or those that are deprived and, you know, and all those kind of, all those kind of things, behaviors that go on, you know, they didn't have time. Hopefully, you know, I'm thinking they don't have time to get into this and get into that. And, uh, cause there's a lot going on in children that are unsupervised. And I was that mom that supervised not only mine, but everybody else's. And I thank God for that because I run into some beautiful young adults today. Y'all, if you ever worried about how to get involved with young people, I run into some beautiful young adults today, uh, that just thank me for intervention. Okay. But everybody was looking for a sense of independence. And I thought about this, how I got into this reminiscing about my kids is today being the first day where Patty Betty's traveling. So everybody's got every, today is like that day. Everybody has something and don't need mom today so far. Right. And I was laughing because I know that they have this, they have a, a, a text group between what we call the siblings. I'm not privy to it. Nobody, and apparently with all that goes on in there, never supposed to reach me, right? And the only way I found out about it, I think I all, I think one time we were all together and somebody said something and all their, everybody's phone went off except for mine. I was like, wait, what's that? And I realized that they have their own communication thing. So I'm pretty sure that they probably had some discussion. Okay. Petty is on vacation, so let's let's see if mom, how mom does. She ain't got her buddy. Because, you know, how all of them love to think you got your favorite. And parents, y'all need to stop lying. I told my yeah, I got some favorites. And y'all and y'all rotate, you know. And it, say, that favorite thing works. The, it's called the path of least resistance. Not having to deal with, you know, it, it rotates. It really rotates. And, yes, birth order is a thing. Birth order is a thing. Petty Betty is always, Petty Betty is absolute middle. The oldest has, has its oldest uh, issues. The, the second one, Petty Betty, has been the second child issues. The, the um, third one has, I was the youngest issues. And then you have the youngest, like, I wish I was the oldest issues, right? They all, everybody has issues. And when you're, and when you're a parent, there's a different, unique relationship that you have with each one based on how much time you have, based on how they was conceived. All these things, I subscribe to this stuff. I, I subscribe to recognizing things that are just damn well obvious. If anybody's out there trying to figure me out, just know that I speak on things that are just damn obvious. And I don't want to drop too many uh, four-letter words on the podcast. I listen to a couple podcasts. I'm like, oh, we shouldn't do that. But I... I 
podcast and somebody I can see somebody probably didn't have their earphones on um trying to share the podcast I I blog about I write about I talk about I podcast about I broadcast about I live based on those things that are obvious and all up and around us I live on that I I thrive on things that are obvious simply for the simple fact that it's obvious I, and when I, and if you go look at my updates and in that, there are those who largely say, who largely don't want to deal with obvious. It's probably about 60% is, or is the obviousness. 30% are like trying to escape the obvious. And I try to live in the 30% and 10% just sit over there going through some daggone fools. Like the 10% and the 1%, they're sitting there looking at us like, why can't they figure this out? Don't they want to be unbothered? Don't they want to be comfortable or more than comfortable? Why can't they do? And they always tell us, why can't they do what we do? And that is come away from the pack because the pack is always where in the back, right? Always striving and working and having goals and that's not to say that everybody doesn't have goals it's just that everybody has everybody has goals some of them just bad goals some of them some of them are based on bad behavior there's there's good bad and indifferent behavior let's do it that way writing that down y'all good bad and some people say indifferent indifferent meaning just it's just not indifferent somebody spell it for me okay there we go um Good, bad, and indifferent means that it's, there's no repercussions of it. The bad means if you had a list, and that's going to be your list today on the behavior. When you find yourself exhibiting a behavior, I want you to stop and look at the consequence. Write that down, consequences. When I would talk to my children about a behavior, we would always talk about the consequences. That's why the words, if you don't want me to ask why, and you don't want me to know how, I'm still going to find out because I'm your mom. Okay. Moms know everything, right? We have split ear. I might've been on the phone, but I heard everything you were saying. I might've been watching my favorite TV show, which you put on in order to distract me because in my household, mommy was a Jack Nicholson loving. We'll watch it all day on repeat. Everything Jack Nicholson, with the exception of a couple of movies, anything that had to do with Jack Nicholson in a relationship, I'm watching it to this day. Even to this day, I will get a text from one of the kids. Mom, there's a Jack Nixon movie on. Okay, but what you getting ready to do? What y'all getting ready to do? What's going on? Why you want me to watch Jack? Why you trying to distract me for two, three hours? Because you know, I'm that person. I love the director of the Jack Nicholson movie. I love the soundtrack. I got to watch the movie. Then I got to watch the director's cut. Then I got to go back and watch the deleted scenes. I got to watch the alternate endings. I got to, you, and you notice you can't do all this on Netflix. Netflix? Netflix? If y'all don't hurry up and get a section with the director's cut, I'm just going to have to keep on buying these DVDs. Y'all, the DVD section in the, in the stores is still huge because there are those of us who love the watch? I love watching the movie and listening to the director. I go to film festivals so that I can meet these directors. Y'all wait for the movie to come out two, three, four, five, ten years later. I got to go while the director just finished this thing. That's how you think I, I, I met Ava DuVernay. DuVernay. How you think I, I know Ava? Ava, like, girl, if you don't get that, that accent, that southern accent off my name, Ava DuVernay. Um, how do you think I've known her like forever? Film festivals. It's film festival times. In fact, uh, shout out to Atlanta. And I don't know why I'm going to shout them out. Well, I'm going to shout them out because they will grant a sister uh, credentials and appreciate the coverage to some extent. But Bronze Lens, and I love the fact that we have, we have two. We have Bronze Lens and then we have um, th- the other one. And we, have th- we have three. And um, brought, well, with two are directed towards women. Well, we have, first of all, this is Atlanta. And before Hollywood came, one of the reasons Hollywood is here is because we were a film festival. Tyler were film festivals uh, throughout the season. So, shout out to them. But there's one that will not grant me a credential for that because I never really covered it. 
because there was there was a whole why how and behavior there was some behavior things going on there but there's some friends that cover it and love it i did request a credential i think the last year upon my awakening and i was like let me see if i can get credential everybody goes to this one let me see if i can they were like no <laughs> you know you've been an atlanta blogger for 17 years you ain't never paid us no attention and now you know why because there's some things that are obvious right but all the other film festivals, they're like going back over there to what film festivals, oh, you mean like those that, are, that have to do with the particular boxes? I don't mind, because that's where I'll be. That's why I've never covered yours in the first place. So anyway, back to what I was saying. What was I saying? I don't know. Behaviors and consequences. Um, but shout out to, um, shout out to um, Browns Lens. They made their announcement. Thank you so much, Jamaria. Like the podcast. They made their announcements. We got our first battery warning, which means we are about 25 into this. I wanted to give you a good 30 to 45 minutes. The leaf blower is testing me. But they made their uh, announcement as far as the credentials, uh, not credentials, but the awards and the submissions and so forth. But if you really want to, if you really want to support CM, guys, y'all can't wait. You can't wait for it to come on um, the streaming services when we do it that way. You can't wait. You, we've got to stop trying to just be the consumer. And I know that's a conversation. It's a particular conversation to African-Americans. It's a particular conversation to black women um, simply because we won't change our behaviors and move from the 60% to the 30% to the 10% to the 1%, okay, which is, a, which is that, that part in the 10% that even the 1% leave, the, the 10% is even divided too. They'll leave that 9% behind it because that 9% still has, 9% is the new money of the 10%. Let me tell y'all, come on, Leap Boy, if you don't come on. Oh, my goodness, he don't come on. I'm trying to let him come through. And I don't have anything. Usually I have a piece of audio or something to play you guys and put y'all on the commercial. But my cloud grabbed everything. And it says my video was interrupted. Let's see. Okay. Let me see. Okay. I think it's going to come back. We'll come, we'll, we'll come back. I don't know. Something is interfering. All right. Along with the leaf floor. But consequences of this thing is, yep, there it is. I see it. Let me... I don't want to stop. They have to start a part two. Hold on. It, it totally ended. Uh, let's see. I'm going to have to wrap this up with a part two. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. All right. I think we got uh, technical difficulties. And I, I did jot down where I need to pick up. So we're going to go right back into this. And for those of you that are on the podcast, if I don't edit and snip that, forgive me uh and i don't want to so i'm just trying to recap that for you guys if you wonder how the conversation jumped um but for those of you in the live environment that are catching this broadcast and didn't know that there was a full-on 30 minutes prior to this as we get ready to end here um know that that happened as well but i did jot down where we were and i was getting ready to talk about the 10 percent. i was talking about the film community and uh how there are some of our behaviors now our our conversation today as we read from the top to the bottom we started out talking about our behaviors the how and the why how we never want to face the how and the why and those are the things that are most obvious and because a lot of the things that happen and go on between us is self-inflicted and it is challenging our freedom and I was talking earlier about when I write the book when I translate all of this stuff into the book that's going to be called how to get out of bed with dryer buzz um it's, it's about how we, I'm going to call this section our challenging our freedom, our freedom, because we're doing things that are challenging our freedom. Everybody wants this freedom at the end of the day. The 60% want it, even though they stay in the pack and stay in the back. The 30% want it, even though they're trying to escape the pack, but can't yet get yet in that 10%. And then the, even the things that go on between the 10%, between the 9 and the 1% is based on the behaviors. And the 1% is to, it, the 10% looks at us like, why don't they get it? Why aren't there more of us? The 1%, you know, and I understand they love having the control and being able to get away from all of us, escape all, we're talking about escaping consequences. Um, we all want to escape consequences, but there are those who successfully do it because they don't cause consequences or, or negative consequences and we said our exercise for the day engaging our behaviors is going to be writing down this is your list this is your list good bad or indifferent good bad or indifferent um 
And I, I gave the analogy, y'all want to go listen back if you don't catch the first part. I was talking about being a mom of four. And, and one of the reasons I can master and understand behaviors, especially those of our millennials who everybody else seems like they can't get a grasp of what's going on with these millennials. Honey, I know these millennials too all too well simply because I raised uh, some of them. And even those that were mine and were not mine. And so I know exactly from where their behaviors come from, just like our behaviors come from being raised by boomers, just like the boomers behaviors come from being raised by the silent generation. And that's a whole, I, I just gave you a whole uh, hundred years right there. We can, I can literally go back a hundred years and then we know what happened a hundred years prior to that. And a hundred years prior to that, as we just celebrated uh, for those who look like me, and there are those that have the same uh, uh, distant, dis- descendants that I have, lineage that I have, you know that we just celebrated the quadricentennial, I hope that's how they say it, uh, about the last 400 years. And so we know that that all comes into our behavior. Some people say it's a syndrome. It becomes a syndrome when it becomes systematic and it continues to happen. But one of the things that are those of us, uh, that are always trying to break certain cycles. And the way I talked about breaking certain cycles today, I talked about us as consumers, particular of entertainment, particular about movies. And because uh, I was talking about how my children, when they wanted me busy and out of their business, they would put certain movies on because I was a diehard Jack Nicholson fan. And I love the Jack Nicholson movie. I love the director of the Jack Nicholson movie. I love the soundtracks. Uh, some of you back in the day when we could put soundtracks, real music on our videos and in our productions uh, before um, licensing became a tremendous issue of us using six seconds of a song. Um, I would always use something from those soundtracks because they would always use, because cause the director of a Jack, good Jack Nicholson movie. She had, he had one movie, honey, that had some Eartha Kit up in there. And I was like, whoa. I mean, like, they got, I'm like, it was some good soundtrack. What's her name? Nancy. Nancy, I can't think of her last name. But she also did, I think, The Hurt Locker. I don't know if that was her or not, but I remember that Hurt Locker was uh, made by a woman. But um, is it Nancy Myers? I don't know. I don't have time. I don't have time to Google. But anyway, uh, I always love I always love the movies. And I was talking about all these streaming services that they are. They really want us to be on these screens. They will give us the movies. They will give us the same content that you find on a DVD. So those of us that still love movies, we still have to go out and buy the DVD because we want the director's cut. We want the alternate endings. We want all that background and entertainment on the actors. I do love uh, what is it Prime? I notice when I'm watching something on uh, Amazon Prime that. I can, when I, if I pause the movie, it'll tell me all the actors that are in that scene. And then when you exit the movie, it gives you literally all of the works. Because one of the things we used to do in my household with my children, I don't know, I think they were all into it. Or if, I don't know if I forced them to do it. Like, get, come on, get somewhere. Let's sit down for a minute, right? We would always have movie marathons, you know? And I, I think about at, during those times, they could have been outside in the street playing with their friends. But that ain't how we roll. It's like, look. What goes on outside this house ain't all that important. It's family time. We're going to have a marathon. Somebody pick an actor. Somebody will pick an actor. And, and they love hanging out with their mother because I was just hella cool. But we picked an actor and everybody get to find a movie for that person. So Amazon Prime, I'm loving that. And I'm not shouting them out. I'm not. I, well, I am, I, I am kind of an affiliate. I'm an influencer over there. I think I do get a little piece of, piece of check. Let me, let me give y'all a link. But anyway, uh, let, me, let me make that referral. But anyway... I love that when I finish watching something, not only does it tell me, you know, what everybody else watched, which I don't care, but it tells me all of the works that a particular actor's in. Because sometimes you could watch a movie and somebody could have a walk on or a, a still a scene and you like, who is that? And what else have they been in? And so forth and so on. And you then try to go to Google, which is not, which you can't trust nowadays. You're like, what are these results? Who does this? You know, and then you got to go through the first page because it's all ads and promoted and and favoritism and all that kind of stuff. So I love that I can watch a movie and and somebody peaks or has some buzz, somebody's buzzworthy, and then I could just come out or or click on the screen and see all the work that they're doing. Like the other day, I was watching a Don Cheeto movie, and literally it was scroll and scroll and scroll for days of all the works of Don Cheeto, and I was able to have myself. 
a Don Cheadle marathon. And Don Cheadle, guys, has a movie. I know a lot of people like and don't like Adam Sandler, but Don Cheadle has a movie that he did with Adam Sandler. And it, it's uh, about Adam Sandler plays a very dramatic role. He plays a, 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 a man who lost his family in 9-11, and he and Don Cheadle had been college uh, friends, uh, best friends, and Don Cheadle ran into him and noticed, back to our list here, that his behaviors were altogether different. I was hanging out with a friend I hadn't been out with in a while, and then she says, I'm getting a different vibe. And I talked to her. I was like, yeah, I've been, I'm broken, you know. And uh, she's like, yeah, I'm getting a, a, a different vibe with you now. I'm on another side of life and I got to figure out, you know, I said, but, but hanging out, I said, come on, girl, give me this, do some shots or something. What help me tell me, I needed her to remind me what my vibe was that she was all too familiar with that I seem to can't remember. Right. So, um, so she was like, yeah, so you needed that. And so when Don Cheadle ran into Adam Sandler's character that day, and funny, he was on the scooter, and this is an old movie. Uh, he was running around town on the scooter, and look where everybody else. See, I'm telling you, people would do things you've never seen before, and, and you shame it. Because I remember one of the richest men in Atlanta used to ride around on a scooter. He probably, he probably, now, now that I think about it, I need to go see. Because I'm telling y'all know I have been into some rooms, I have been at some tables. But one of the richest men in Atlanta inherited damn near every other dime in Atlanta used to ride around downtown on a scooter and some people go like oh yeah she knows too many people he used to he used to look like a messenger he, look, he used to look like an old retired messenger you know in Atlanta we never had no messenger guys on the bicycles but he used to ride around on a scooter he always had a messenger bag something you never seen before and people always think oh he might have been a colonizer or a transplant or this that and the other but he was he was uh, due to inherit every other dollar in the city and uh, and he would have this scooter. And he could he would come to his little meeting to sign all his checks, and he would take the um take the scooter apart. He'd pop apart in two three pieces or whatever. And he'd toss it in the bag or or over a shoulder or whatever you know. And uh and that's how he got around the city. Now look at y'all. Now look at y'all. Some twenty years later, riding around the city on a scooter that he probably somewhere. And I would imagine, okay, he would be 20 years older. So thank y'all for setting it. I guarantee, I, gar- I guarantee uh, he getting a big part of Scooter Dime. I don't know. I'm just saying. So, but that's what he did. He was rolling around on the sidewalks. We would thought, look at that crazy man on that scooter out here in all kind of weather. Now look at you. Listen, stop persecuting the pioneers. That's what we're talking about. The behaviors. Uh-oh, I'm going to write that down. Persecution. Consequences and persecutions. If I can spell it, I have to stop talking and spell. Y'all can't do it all at the same time, right? Just like I was on the radio the other day, and somebody, and I, my introduction was uh, how I was one of the first bloggers, and, and I was like, girl, you have no idea how many people called us crazy. I, I, I am so bitter about that right now. Every time I see somebody on their phone live streaming this, that, and the other, you, I can't tell you how 20 years ago, uh, how much I have was considered insane, you know, that something was quote unquote wrong. Got to get her off that computer. Got to get her away from that technology. All those people she talking about, she knows all around the world. That's not possible. Something's not right. Now look at you 20 years later. Stop persecuting the pioneers. It's your behaviors. I'm telling you, your behaviors keep you late to the game. Write that down. I don't want to write it down, but I'm going to write it down. Late. Behaviors keep us late to the game. Behaviors, our behaviors keep us challenging the future. I was talking about um, this discrepancy that goes on in the top 10% between the 9 and the 1%. And it's the behaviors because the, the 9% is oftentimes the new money, the new innovation, people who have truly just discovered it and, you know, and, and found themselves. They, they, those in the 10%, some of them, many of them just happen to find themselves there where 1% of that, those are the ones that have been systemically um, uh, throughout generations have been in the 1% and some of them probably don't even know why they're there. Why am I? Why? You know, they're out there giving away, trying to give away all their family's money, all their riches and so forth because they can't understand how they were so lucky. They can't understand how they got there. I, I, I've had this conversation with them 
And I'm like, how did you get so, how did you become so wealthy? How is it that you own half the planet? How is it that you possibly one day won't live on this planet? And they, many of them don't know how. Because even those who have generational wealth, they can't understand how crazy, the crazy deranged person that came into all this wealth came into it. They, they have to go themselves to a conference that only they get invited to because you have to be five generations and beyond. They have to go to a conference to learn themselves how to hold on to that wealth, how to pass it on for another five, 10, 15 generations. There are new money people don't even get to, God don't care how much money, all these people falling on, finding themselves on Forbes list. They don't even get to go to this conference because you've got to be five plus generations in and you have to have done this for the planet, this for the universe. You have to be that, you know, I, I, when I, when I tell you, well, Elon Musk, if, if he's not five generations, he don't even get invited. That's, and they, I'm telling you, they will shut you out. New money, new money and old money don't mix. It don't mix because new money, it came yesterday, it could be gone. It could be gone tomorrow because one thing that's not there are those behaviors. You were, you looked at, we talk about unicorn, that uniqueness in your family. How do they, cause they want to know how'd you get away from all them bad behaviors in your family where you were able to even amass the wealth and you can't do nothing but sit there in front of them and tell them that you just happened to, it happened and you don't know why it happened. You know, I was at a, I was at a um, meeting this week and we were talking about branding for the kitchen and I had to say, I don't know how, I don't know how that happened. Now, mind you, the history that I have and knowing that anything that I do, I, I, I know how to turn things into household names, like how to get out of bed. I know how to do that. And you do that through consistency. You do that through branding the message and, and continuously putting the message out there. You know, and you earn a little bit from it and you get a little bit of, you become, you know, well-known in a, in a name brand and all that kind of stuff. Household name, I'm trying to say, Right. But still, the whole kitchen thing, as I look over in the kitchen, I don't know. I don't know how that truly happened. I was sitting over here in the workspace. I was live, and I said, y'all, I need to go in the kitchen and get something to drink. I went into the kitchen, and I opened the fridge, and then I was like, and so we did that broadcast from the workspace. You can, you can go back and see where I literally went. It was live, right? And then the next couple of days, I stopped working in the workspace. You know, because I was going through another wave and I came back and I went into the kitchen and I was having a bad day in order to get through the bad day. I said, well, the one thing that I know how to do, the one behavior that I have when I feel like this is go and try to find some like minds. Go get into a think tank, find some support, find some support. Where's the support? The only support I know is my friends that are online that have been through with me and those who will. And I went live and I went live in the kitchen and, and, I, and I was standing there talking in the kitchen. I said, well, while I'm standing here, let me go clean out this fridge. That's a behavior and a task that I have to do today because I haven't uh, done a live stream in two weeks. And guess what? All those produce, all that stuff, all that grocery that's in my fridge, I got to go dig it out, shovel it out, okay? Because when you live a semi-organic life, there are things that happen <laughs> to organic vegetables, right? That don't have all of those preservatives, pesticides, and all that stuff on it. it they, they morph into other things. <laughs> so I've got to do a fridge cleaning today, and I'm not going to do that live because I'm like, Whoa, how did this happen? Because I'm learning about an organic life. I'm like, wait a minute. You know, something's around here is not copacetic. Oh, it's the fridge. Oh, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't truly um, done live streaming in the kitchen because I was on location last week and I didn't go live in the kitchen yesterday because I was working on some things, trying to change up some behaviors and I'm losing the battery here. We're just supposed to be a wrap up. So we're talking about behaviors. We're talking about a consequence. We're talking about things that are challenging our freedom. We're talking about, even though we come on and go through life trying to say the behaviors of others impact us, and they do, but sometimes those things are self-inflicted based on what we have granted permission to do and implode in our life. Um, we talk a little bit about responsibilities, accountability, and, and being rested. Uh, I've got to remember what that conversation was. And I talked about level of independence. That's when I was talking about the kids, how I noticed and raising my kids and how I can remember the very day that 
everybody in the household was all about their, their own responsibilities, their own accountability and independence. And when my children on that very day that I woke up and realized that my children had done everything for themselves, uh, as, as they, as I had been trying to teach them about responsibility and accountability and trying to get them to understand that one day they're going to enjoy their independence the one thing that I realized that I was on that day was well rested. I could not, and still to this day, could not believe how I woke up on that day. Like, wait a minute, how much sleep did I just get? Now, then I was talking about there was a level of panic that came with that. Because then I woke up, I was like, wait a minute, I'm late. I miss the kids. I know they downstairs. I know they missed the bus. And then I go running here and there. Of course, every light was on in the house. Every cabinet was open. The food, the counter was filled with food. And I'm like, where'd they go? Where'd they go? And, like, and, and I realized, oh my God, they all went to school. Nobody missed the bus. Nobody was this, that, and then. And mind you, some of that, some of that responsibility, they had parlayed to grandmother. And I was like, okay, well, that's a good thing. Wait, you know, you mean like everybody did something? And, uh, and that was a part of let's let, it was a part of let, let, let's let mom rest. Let's let mom rest. So everybody was on check on their behaviors. And I, and, and to, to this day, I remember that day. I, and, and when I, when I try to get my rest, I go back to that. I want to wake up like I did that day and, and then not have to have the sheer panic that moms go through or not moms, but uh, active parenting. Anybody involved in active parenting? Because, you know, we got to use all these words because people are like, wait, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you might not be a most active parent. Okay, if you don't know what it is to wake up, what well, some of y'all do know what it is to wake up and not have the worry of the children. But if you don't know what it is to wake up and to realize that your children are asserting some some, some forms of independence, uh, then you might not be an active parent. Okay, if you didn't hear the kitchen cabinet slamming and two or three getting into it over this, that, and the other, because this one's using a little bit too much of that, and they let you rest, and it's summertime too. Cause I already know it's summertime too. Some of y'all have been all involved. You know, you got scratches on the wall. I'm like, Patty Betty was getting ready, y'all. Let me tell y'all, Patty Betty. I had there's a corner where the luggage goes, right? And Patty Betty, you know, was going through the luggage, and I'm like, Patty Betty, you scratched the wall. I didn't. Do, why would you? Why would you, Patty Betty? I'm telling you, while going through the luggage, you were so careless. That look at the wall. And I can it, it being Petty Betty's behavior to be petty. Ain't nobody went on two vacations in the last month but you. Okay, wait. She's gonna say, wait, but brother, brother did this. Okay, but brother, brother got it. In fact, you used you came in and got brother's luggage. The piece, the piece of luggage he left. So and and brother didn't go in like because I know this right because brother didn't go in the brother didn't use that brother brother wasn't over there going through that luggage brother had all his luggage right and you using the piece that he left right so Patty Betty you were over there <laughs> this is uh, who doesn't recognize this conversation this is me this is a child an offspring of mine trying to make me feel insane. And I'm having to recall every moment. She's looking at me like, how do you know this? Because I'm mom. Because I know you're careless enough that you were trying to get out of this what you wanted. You went over there and, and moved all that luggage around to find the pieces you wanted. And you scratched that freaking wall. And I need you to come back here with the behavior of fixing the wall. I don't want to walk in here every time and look at those scratches because what that's going to do. It's going to make me want to say something about it every time. You don't want that behavior? Don't cause the consequence. Don't cause the consequence. I know y'all. That's how I get out of bed. I'm a mom. I am a mom. I'm also a podcaster, broadcaster, blogger, and so forth. And I hope that you have enjoyed this time with us. Our exercise for the day in this journaling moment, in this journaling moment is today to check your behaviors, y'all. Check your behavior. What are the consequences on your behavior? That's all I'm asking. I'm asking you to deal with that in and of, in and of yourself. I'm not asking you to have the have, get get with the congregation, get with the friends, 
I'm just saying, as before you walk out the door, as you roll out of bed, if you're already out, just stop in your moment of clarity, get some moment of clarity, and figure out what kind of consequences are there on your behaviors. And you particularly don't want to talk, toe the line that those consequences challenge your freedom, that they're not so much self-inflicted because we have enough to deal with in this world than to have to deal with things that we are inflicting on ourselves. Um, make sure your behaviors ring true to responsibility, accountability, and independence, okay? One of the things I talked earlier about my children having their own text messages and one day we were out to dinner and everybody, somebody said something and everybody's phone rang but mine. I'm like, wait, what's going on there? Right. Um, their independence, the other independence of others. If you cannot be get out of bed, well rested, you, you, you're doing too much. You holding on to too much. You bringing too much of yesterday into the day. You're not enjoying your moments. You're dealing with things far off into the future that's causing anxiety, far back into the past that's calling depre- causing depression, the consequences. And you, we have to deal with consequences. People that live a life unbothered, they, are, they, they still have bad behaviors. They're just more prepared for the consequences than the rest of us. You know, there are those that are out there committing crimes. They can pay the restitution. People who can't pay the restitution, they got to go on probation or go do some time. One of my Facebook friends posted they were doing community service. They did community service because they didn't want to pay the restitution, right? That's a consequence of them speeding. And I'm like, wait a minute. What they mean? They didn't, they didn't have to pay that 200 something dollars. They could have, I could have just went and did seven hours or somewhere. Right. But then with my luck, that seven hours would have been somewhere that would have just made me all hella uncomfortable. So I was like, let me go on to pay this 250 I'm like, well, dang, I didn't even know you could ask for such a thing. Oh, wait, I wasn't in that. Was I, was I in that city, county? Oh, wait a minute, I didn't even want to be in that city. Yeah, I did get a ticket to that city, county. And I just went ahead and made that quick restitution, right? Because I don't want to have to, end of, I don't want to, have to involve myself in that city, um, so let me just keep it moving. All right. So I made sure not, to, I made sure to go on and take care of that. So I would not challenge my freedom ever again. For those of you like me that live in Georgia, state of Georgia and realize the state of Georgia don't like for you to challenge your freedom. There are things that happen when you do that. Um, good, bad, and indifferent. Make sure your behaviors, check your behaviors and see which ones are good, bad, and indifferent. Even having indifferent behaviors, those are the, your, in, what's indifferent to you What's indifferent to you can become consequences for somebody else. And that's why people don't like the 10% or the 1% because while their behaviors are indifferent to them, they cause consequences for others. Okay. And which is why a lot of people don't like rich people. Well, we don't, you don't have to like rich people. It's the wealthy, the wealthy are the ones that keep keep the jobs. You know, they're the ones that own the things that where people, other people find jobs. So like if somebody says, well, I don't want to own that anymore. Can you sell that? And then they go sell it to some bad people and the bad people come in there and they change their job all up, you know, with the mergers and all that kind of stuff. Right. So it might be indifferent to you. And a lot of times we go, well, that doesn't, doesn't mean anything to me, but still, but your involvement, cause you could be a good person of conscience and so, therefore, your involvement of it um, keeps the com- keeps better conflict. Like we were talking earlier about film festivals and things like that, and I was like, man, can you imagine if in some of these festivals have changed hands over time? And uh, and so, therefore, I was like, wait a minute, my uh, computer went down. Um, some of the, when things change hands, you like you go to the event, you're like, wait, this is different. I don't know that I like this, and let me end this thing for my phone die. Um, so consequences, persecution, stop persecuting people who are doing things you have not seen. I talked about one of the, uh, wealthiest people in this city where I am used to ride around on a scooter 20 years ago, 20 years ago, he was rolling through downtown on a scooter. And now look at people today, uh, 20 plus years later. And cause it will, it will become a thing. Uh, too many of us are just late to the game. Your behaviors keep you late to the game. So that's our word cloud for the day. Behaviors, freedom, self-inflicted, responsibilities, accountability, well-rested, independence, good, bad, indifference, consequences, persecution, late to the game. I was at, uh, I was handed a flight. Where was I? I was somewhere the other day and somebody handed me two flyers of something to blog about 
And one of those was something called a nap ministry. And I folded them up and I put them in my, oh, now I know I was at the library. I was at the library last, last weekend. I, um, had a chance to work with some young people on, um, blogging and I took them through broadcast. I brought them from blogging to broadcasting, um, because we need to create our, our young people. We need to get them into doing this content online. And so I don't know why these parents out there still trying to keep their children offline when there are more, there are more millionaires under 10, uh, than we, we pretty much have ever seen in our lives. Um, I'm just saying, I wish, I wish I could have gotten my children online more. Um, but I was at the library and they had, they announced two events. One was a poetry slam, but the other was a nap ministry, uh, event that they're having. Cause I'm all about being well rested because when I'm well rested, I can do a greater how to get out of bed podcast. So, um, and you guys know, I have to shout out some support for promotional consideration. It's been great talking to you guys, but I could not do it without the support of natural soap by Zakia, where you get to watch and shop, watch and shop and save 10%. If you are watching and I share these on my timeline, make sure you stay on the timeline. If you missed, uh, yesterday's broadcast that they did go and check um, before this podcast you will see the broadcast that they get you they did and you get to watch and shop for all natural soap products we heard her talk yesterday about coming with the lotion and a shampoo line uh, this fall and those of you that are traveling like petty betty is traveling she is traveling with uh travel size natural soap so that she doesn't have to because one uh, you have to be, especially when you're going to other, going in and out of, in and out of certain zones and in and out of the country and different things like that. You have to be mindful that a lot of the ingredients that are allowed here in the U S uh, a lot of other countries would be like, no, you're not bringing that up in here. Okay. And a lot of countries like, no, you're not taking this all back over there. So Petty Betty is traveling with natural soap because those ingredients are not going to be frowned upon in other, in other places. And they're not going to react to things that are in other places. And we see there's some things that are going on, uh, that people cannot understand right now, but just for the convenience of it, she is traveling with travel size bars and you can go to natural soap by Zakia and get those travel size bars. And I love the travel size. There's a sample kit. It's a sample kit that she has that comes with four of her creations and you get to kind of test it out and, uh, and figure out which ones you want. I need to go and order the one uh, for the mosquitoes. The mosquitoes are finally here. We thought we were going to have a late summer with them. And it's been, while the temperature has been mild, the rain has come. And now so too has the mosquitoes. And so natural soap and nat there are natural remedies. Uh, like I've been sitting here put, putting this off on. i got to go walk this dog. And I'm like, I would love to have more of a natural remedy. So and I, I think she did a broadcast uh, making, uh, her natural remedy or, or talked about some things that we could do here at home. Um, uh, but that's why you need to follow natural soap by Zakia. Also, you hear me say that I am an author and how do I get all this information about what's going on on the, on the author front, on the writer writer's front is because there's a wonderful association called authors in business, authors in business, where no matter what industry you're in, no matter your business, you don't have to be somebody that can, that can publish a novel, but along with your business card, you should have a book. The one thing nobody's going to get rid of, I'm looking at a basket of books here that I've been given to by people, is nobody's ever going to get rid of your book. You should have a book, your, your book gives your call to action more so than your business card, than your flyer and so forth. Uh, especially it's a great perk for somebody that has become your customer. We talk about creating lifetime customers, lifetime associations. You know, I taught all the things that I mentioned. I talked about how, what that, what that meant to me, how it made me feel, you know, and the value of it. There's value in giving somebody a publication. And that's how they also make referrals. Um, it is book festival season as well. And so authors are out and they're on tour. 
If you have sitting there looking at you and your book and you have not uh, received invitations to speak, invitations to share about your book, interviews, you've not done interviews, if podcasts, radio, television are not hitting you up, then you need to join the association and that association particularly it's called Authors in Business. To find out more on whatever platform you're on, just put in the hashtag AIB as in boy nation, AIB nation. And if you'd like to watch some content about authors, um, right now there are episodes called AIB Talks. Those are dropping in your broadcast. And if you're on our pages, all you got to do is scroll and you will see it. All right. I think we are well rested well-informed and ready to go and take on the day because we know now that the outcome we want for this day starts with what we're going to invest in it. And, and those decisions are based on our behaviors, your behaviors. Social media is a great demonstration of your behaviors <laughs> all day and every day. No matter how much you're trying to suppress, it comes through. All right. A word cloud today. For those of you that are writing it down, don't worry. I'm going to make the word cloud and post it. Behaviors, freedom, self-inflicted, responsibility, accountability, well-rested, independence, good, bad, indifferent, consequences, persecution, late to the game. If you don't want to be late to the game, change your behaviors. One behavior I need you to have is uh, what I'm going to ask you to do here in just a moment. But to make sure you go check out some of the uh, other podcasts. Like I said, our goal is to get a good 90. We are, I'm going to count, I'm going to do a count because we hit 70. I, I had a marker here that we hit 70 some time ago, maybe a week ago. So we're, t- yep, we hit 70. Let me see. That was 70. Let's see, 71. 72, 73, 74. Oh, y'all, we might be close. Let's see, 70. Is that one or two? That seems like two. Okay, that's 70. What I said, 74, 75, 76, 77. That seems like two, 77, 78, 79. This is 80, y'all. We got 10 more to go. That's number 80. We hit 80 today. We got 10 more to go to get 90 podcasts. And I, I'm thinking by the time I do 90 podcasts, we should know full on well how to get out of bed. If you haven't been on your favorite podcast platform, just go ahead and set that mug. Set that mug to autoplay. Bring it to the top. Make it a priority. Also, make sure you sign up for our email list. Uh, if you go, you're going to see links on your timeline to check out the email list. Where if you feel like you're missing something, like, how do I not know about this? You probably don't have your notifications on. But check your email list. We um, restarted the email, and it's a daily. It is a daily. Don't frown. Don't don't get mad. Listen, (laughs) put those behaviors to the side. I told y'all, we're pitching. If you are a supporter, you will not mind getting that daily email. And then all I need you to do is just swipe it. Just swipe it. Even if you don't, are not all into consuming it, I need you to sign up. I need you to swipe. Sign and swipe. Sign and swipe. Because when I go and sit at the table and they want to say, well, you know, drivers, you're an influencer. We want to bring you in on this. So we want you to put this information out. I can only do that because they absolutely know how many people are listening and reading and so forth. And when I go to those tables and they, will, and they go to say, well, you know, black people don't support each other. You know, uh, yesterday, just yesterday, I was listening to an interview and they were talking about the investors that, that there's a strip uh, in um, out west where there are uh, one. There are more there are more VCs, venture capitalists in one block in this one city. And they only invest. They're only investing in people who look like them. They might they majority 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 invest in people that look like them. And so there was a discussion is why is that? Because they know, first of all, they get a return on their investment, right? This ain't charity. This ain't charity. And ain't nobody asking for charity. Okay. But there are those of us who have, who are ingenious out here 
And when we send them, we, we are prepared to send them to the table. But when we send them to the table and that challenge comes up to go back and show their support, they can't because we don't make that priority. And we started out like talking about this. You cannot continue to wait until they get it all done for it and show your support. You need to be not just going on Friday to the movie, but you need to go to the film festival. You need to go. Those awards they get at the film festivals and things like that. And, and, and part of that is audience. Audience gets to decide a lot of that. Right. And if you're not there, then they don't get the support. And I remember there were those that we sent. Y'all, we have sent we have sent many ahead to this thing. Unfortunately, we also got to send some other things with them, particularly that's our, that's numbers. It's all in the numbers. So do not frown when somebody asks you to like, to follow, to subscribe, uh, because and, and, and we are, I hate to say this and, and, and you know, it's, I'm not, it's a behavior. It's a, I'm not going to say we're the only ones, um, but we keep having that, we keep trying to mitigate it. To a point where we, we keep trying to act like it don't it's, it's not a thing. It is it is a thing because if what even though it's indifferent to you, it's causing consequences elsewhere, right? And that's why people don't even like America because there's a lot of things that are it's indifferent to us. All these things that are going on, we're like, okay, that's not yet impacting. It's it's not impacting you, but it's impacting somebody because it's indifferent to you because you can't decide whether it's good or bad. And you don't know that it's bad. You think it's indifferent because you don't know to look far enough off into the future or to remember enough in the past. So you think it's indifferent. You think you're at a point where it's indifferent. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm grappling with myself because I thought something was indifferent to me. And I was like, wait a minute, it's happening to me now. Wait a minute, I got to do something about this. And I'm out there having all this conversation. And the other people are like, oh, you're just not talking about this? I'm like, hey, check me. Check me on it. I, I don't mind because that's the obvious thing. It's like, oh, now it's bad. But before it was indifferent. We were trying to tell you, I understand. I understand because I certainly understand it now. Right? I'm just saying. And we also have to understand it is hard for people to see when something doesn't impact them. But that's why I have to keep saying it. If I keep saying it, then maybe we will begin to understand that we have to, we have to start acting at a time when it's indifferent. Then we don't have to worry about it being good or bad because there's enough of us dealing with it where it can only be good. We can stop some of this, stop some of this bad thing. One bad thing that's going to happen is this phone is going to shut off if I don't stop talking. So I need you to do me just one last favor and don't be indifferent about it. It's a good thing if you do what? Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.